Welcome back to another episode of Scouting 5, recapping scouting news from around the world for the week of April 26th, 2021. I'm Scouter Ken, and I am once again recording from St. Albert, Alberta. So, I know we talk a lot about STEM in scouting, but the uh, Girl Scouts of Eastern Washington and Northern Idaho have taken it an extra step, I think. They have added what they are calling a STEM-mobile to their fleet of vehicles. The idea being that it's uh, it's a customized van that is basically designed to uh, go out to the remote corners of the council's boundaries and bring STEM activities to troops in rural areas, which especially in the U.S. are often technologically underserved. I don't know if our non-U.S. audience really pays attention to this that much, but um, things like internet access in rural areas or even access to, you know, sort of the more... Uh, it's a lot of the, the makerspace stuff and a lot of those, you know, fun little technology um, play kits and stuff like that. Like access to that is often actually quite significantly limited in rural areas in the U.S. And so it's cool that they have put together this vehicle that is, you know, its express purpose is just to head out to some rural troop and run STEM activities with them. The van was evidently the idea of, you know, some of the top people within the uh, Girl Scouts of Eastern Washington and Northern Idaho Org Chart CEO Brian Newbury and Chief Operating Officer Renee Smock uh, being sort of its principal champions, noting that STEM is an important part of, you know, girls' future and indeed of everyone's future. Technology is here to stay for the foreseeable future. And so they wanted to give their organization a chance to really expose all of its members to technology in the best way possible. They're actually planning to build a big STEM and makerspace room at their headquarters in northern Spokane. But, of course, that can't serve the entire council, which covers about 65,000 square miles, 29 counties, and parts of two states. That sort of spread is, you know, it's very difficult to just bring everybody to Spokane. I mean, for some people, that's not just a day trip, right? So they're going to base the van out of Clay Ellum in Washington State. It'll be driven around Washington and Idaho by a former middle school a science teacher who will then of course run the STEM programs out of it. Um, it will actually also visit Spokane but its first stop is ever going to be uh, Sunnyside coming up in this next weekend and then Pasco, Walla Walla and Sandpoint on weekends to follow. The project was paid for with about $50,000 in sponsorship money. Companies and organizations that were contacted were evidently very very eager to help. The van was actually supposed to be on the road uh, about this time last year. It had actually been ordered in November of 2019 and was supposed to kind of do its final customization and test runs in April of 2020. Obviously, that was put on hold due to the pandemic. So it's really, really cool that now a year later, they are finally getting it on the road and out to their troops. And this next story is going to be out of order in the show notes, but it's still on the subject of Girl Scouts and interesting uses of technology. Out in Christiansburg, Virginia, a Girl Scout troop is has partnered with Wing, which is a company that operates commercial delivery drones, to deliver, what else, Girl Scout cookies. They are using the drones to drop boxes of cookies on the doorsteps of people who order them, which is, uh, I mean, I just, I find that actually completely hilarious. Drone delivery has become a bit of a thing. Wing, of course, has direct competition with Amazon, Walmart, UPS, and others. Um, and, you know, there's a whole debate going on right now in the U.S. about, you know, the, like the regulatory environment and, you know, how to, what should be allowed for drones and what isn't allowed for drones and when they should operate and all of that stuff. 
Um, Wing has evidently been doing drone deliveries in the Christiansburg area since about 2019. Wing drones can navigate autonomously. Um, they don't need a pilot controlling them remotely, and they're powered by a pair of forward propellers on the wings, and then also 12 smaller vertical propellers along the body of the drone. When the drone reaches its destination, it just kind of hovers above the front lawn as a tether releases to drop whatever package it's carrying. Apparently, it's very smooth, doesn't really shake that much. Um, the drones themselves kind of look like a cross between a helicopter and a plane. To be fair, there evidently hasn't been a lot of um, clamor for drone-based delivery of products. Uh, and this is probably one of the reasons why, you know, it hasn't taken off more than it has. A lot of people were really sort of surprised. Like the idea has been around since mm, 2013 or so, I think was when Jeff Bezos started talking about it. And then, you know, even in 2016, that was when Google's wing project uh, started off. But there hasn't been a huge amount of uptake for it, and probably because there's not a huge amount of demand for it. Although in the wake of the pandemic, where, you know, social distancing and avoiding contact, especially for things like package delivery, that's pretty cool. And it's cool to see the Girl Scouts jumping on this and using it to deliver, you know, delicious cookies. Well, coming back up to Canada, some less happy news. This out of British Columbia, the uh, 12th Gary Oak Sea Scouts have had to curtail running their youth programs. Uh, not unfortunately due to the COVID-19 pandemic, but as a result of theft, several motors and one boat were stolen from their compound last week. Uh, the theft is believed to have taken place sometime between April 19th and 20th when an unknown suspect or suspects broke into a fenced compound at the Cadboro Gyro Park near Victoria, British Columbia. And they stole four outboard motors as well as an 11.5 foot rigid hull inflatable bo uh, boat. In total, that's about $15,000 worth of equipment stolen. Um, this is the second time that the Sea Scouts have actually been targeted for theft. There was also a theft last September. Uh, two Zodiacs were stolen from the same location. And uh, an investigation by police in the Saanich area of British Columbia has yet to reveal any suspects. So if uh, you happen to be out in the Saanich and Victoria area in British Columbia. And you know somebody who's suddenly trying to offload a couple of Zodiacs or a rigid hull boat or a bunch of small propeller motors, um, maybe think twice before taking that good back of the van deal. Over in Bismarck, North Dakota, which I got to admit I miss. I had a great time with the scouts there the last time I was able to visit. But Unfortunately, a little bit of bad news. This affecting the Girl Scouts in the area. This would be the uh, Girl Scouts Dakota Horizons building, which is actually in Grand Forks, was targeted for a breaking and entry by a woman on or about Wednesday, April 29th. Police were called to the scene when they found the woman lying just off the roadway on the 900 block of South Columbia Road in Grand Forks um, with minor injuries. While canvassing the area, officers found evidence of the break-in at the Dakota Horizons building, uh, including uh, which also included significant damage to the front foyer of the building, two other businesses, uh, a nearby chiropractic clinic, and also a refrigeration and heating company uh, also shared space in the building, but they appeared unharmed. During the course of the investigation, the woman who had been found in the street was actually identified as a suspect in the burglary. She was treated and released from hospital and then subsequently arrested for burglary and criminal mischief. And going international for the next couple of stories, some cool stuff happening out of Tunisia. So the scout organization in Tunisia, the Tunisian Scouts Organization, has responded to the ongoing pandemic by 
working with families to, you know, entertain their children and actually to try and provide some joy and levity to the families themselves. They've done this through a series of nature-focused programs that they've run, um, which of course have all been done with, you know, all of the necessary uh, social and medical precautions. Um, But just, you know, giving scouts and their families, kids in the community, an opportunity to enjoy nature a little bit. Um, Celebrating childhood and youth, future leaders, such themes as that. They've also requested nominations for volunteers wishing to work in vaccination centers that have been popping up around Tunisia. And they've also been working to help clean up schools in line with a national campaign for cleaning up educational institutions in the country. And finally, over in Montenegro, scouts have started to volunteer in call centers to assist in the rollout of the national COVID-19 vaccination program there. About 30 scouts have been trained and organized and divided into smaller teams to take different shifts, answering phone calls from around Montenegro. They have been providing information about the administration of vaccines and the scheduling process. Very, very cool opportunity for them to serve their community. That is just awesome. And that is all the news I have for you this week. Thank you again for listening. And until next time, be prepared. Be prepared.